Good morning and happy Resurrection Day. Today's Sunday School lesson is from Luke chapter 24, verses 36 through 53, titled, The Lord Appears. Let us pray before we start. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to see another Resurrection Day and another opportunity to study your word. Father God, as we study this lesson, let it touch our hearts. Let it let us realize that it is your glory that we should be seeking. Let this lesson teach us to trust you with whatever challenges we have to face. Father, we ask for your healing power for all of those that are sick. And Father, touch the hearts of those that are bereaved. Father God, we know you are our provider and protector. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This lesson is divided into three sections. Verses 36 through 43 are titled, Jesus' Appearance to His Disciples Behind Closed Doors. Verses 44 through 49 are titled, Jesus' Appearance to His Disciple in Jerusalem. And verses 50 through 53 are titled, Jesus' Ascension. Now let's look at some of the backgrounds for today's lesson. Adam's sin had brought death to humanity and God promised that he would send someone whose death would restore eternal life. Romans 5, 12 through 21. The Old Testament contains over 300 prophecies about a future Messiah, a savior anointed by God to deliver his people from persecution. As Jesus walked with his disciples, he shared many of these prophecies with them, but they didn't fully understand his words. The New Testament tells of the fulfillment of those prophecies through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. The Gospel shows how Jesus fulfilled the Masonic prophecies and eventually delivered humanity from the oppression of death through the promise of eternal life. John 3.16 On the third day after the death of Christ, Two disciples encountered the resurrected Jesus on their way to Emmaus. Luke 24, 13-21. Luke 24, 28-35. Because they were so grief-stricken, they were unaware that it was Jesus. He opened the scriptures to them and revealed the Old Testament, Old Testament prophecies that spoke of the Messiah. After such sadness and hopelessness over the death of their leader, his words restored their hope. They invited him to stay with them since it was so late when they arrived in Emmaus. They shared a meal. Once they recognized Jesus, he disappeared. Then they returned to Jerusalem to witness to the other disciples about their encounter with the resurrected Savior. Today's text tells us of Jesus' appearance to the disciples and his ascension. Luke 24, verses 36 through 43 from the New Century Version. While the two followers were telling this, Jesus himself stood right in the middle of them and said, Peace be with you. They were fearful and terrified and thought they were seeing a ghost. But Jesus said, Why are you troubled? Why do you doubt what you see? Look at my hand and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have a living body, as you see I have. After Jesus said this, he showed them his hands and feet. While they still could not believe, believe it, because they were amazed and happy, 
Jesus said to them, Do you have any food here? They gave him a piece of broiled fish. While the followers watched, Jesus took the fish and ate it. Jesus' appearance to his disciples behind closed doors. It was very late at night when Cleopas and the other disciple arrived back in Jerusalem. Their journey from Emmaus was seven miles, and it was the same day that Jesus was resurrected from the dead. The eleven apostles and others assembled had to be surprised to see Cleopas and the other disciple, especially at such a late hour. Cleopas and the other disciple felt the need to share the renewed hope they had experienced after encountering Jesus on the road to Emmaus. In the midst of their conversation, Jesus appeared in the room. He said, Peace be unto you. The apostles and other disciples were behind closed doors in fear that the Jewish leaders would harm them. John 20, 19. They didn't hear a knock at the door or the door opening or any footsteps. He simply appeared and greeted them. Jesus had an immortal resurrected body, which allowed him to appear and disappear at the at the resurrection of the dead. We, too, will be given new bodies. First Corinthians 15, 42 through 50. They were terrified and thought Jesus was a ghost. Even with the report from the two women, Matthew 24, 1 through 10, Simon Peter, Luke 24 through 34, and the two disciples who had just arrived from Emmaus, that Jesus has risen. They still didn't believe it was Jesus. More than likely, the apostles thought they were seeing the dead. How else could they explain Jesus' sudden appearance? Jesus wondered why they were so frightened and filled with doubt that it was actually him. After all the evidence they had that Jesus had arisen from the grave, they still doubted his promise of being resurrected on the third day. Jesus offered as evidence his nail-pierced hands and feet for the apostles and others to see and touch. Some may not have believed it was Jesus unless they could touch his body. However, as Christians, we should walk by faith and not by sight, 2 Corinthians 5, 7. While the disciples were overjoyed at being able to see the resurrected Jesus, they still had some doubts about the reality of what they were experiencing. Once again, it proved to be to the believers that had gathered that it really was Jesus in the flesh. He ate some fish. This demonstrated he had a physical body that could consume food. Verses 44 through 49. He said to them, remember when I was with you before? I said that everything written about me must happen. Everything in the law of Moses, the book of the prophets, and the Psalms. Then Jesus opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He said to them, it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And that a change of heart and lives and forgiveness of sin would be preached in his name to all nations starting at Jerusalem. You are witness of these things. I will send you what my father had promised, but you must stay in Jerusalem until you have received the power from heaven. Jesus' appearance to his disciples in Jerusalem. According to Acts 1-3, 40 days had passed between Jesus' resurrection and his ascension. Jesus and his followers had traveled to Galilee and back to 
before he returned to heaven. Matthew 28:16. Jesus and his disciples were back in Jerusalem. Luke 24:44 through 49. Jesus had to fulfill all the Old Testament prophecies concerning the Messiah. For example, example Genesis 3:15, Isaiah 53, Psalms 16:10, and Psalms 22. He opened the minds of his disciples by power of the Holy Spirit so they could understand the scriptures. Jesus then reminded them that he had previously predicted his suffering, death, and resurrection on the third day. Luke 9, 21 through 22, Luke 9, 43 to 45, and Luke 18, 31 to 34. There is continuity from the Old Testament through the through the New Testament, God is faithful and keeps his promises. The apostles and disciples were witnesses to all he did. The words that he spoke were destined to be fulfilled even before the beginning of all creation. Jesus compared his time in the tomb with the time Jonah spent inside the big fish, Matthew 12, 40. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. Those who witnessed his resurrection were given the responsibility to preach repentance for the forgiveness of sin in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. The command is a form of the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 18 through 20, as given here in Luke 24, 47 through 48. Our response to Jesus' sacrifice should be response, repentance of sin. When we repent, we will be forgiven. This is the core message of the gospel. God's plans for the very beginning had been to extend his love and mercy toward all people, Jews or Gentile. However, the Jews had to have the first opportunity to hear the gospel in Jerusalem. The people, the people involved in Christ's crucifixion needed to hear the gospel message of repentance and forgiveness. This was accomplished at Pentecost, Acts 2. Then the message was to be shared in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the utmost parts of the earth, which they accordingly did, Acts 1 through 8. Also see Acts 2, 30 to 32, Acts 10, 39 to 41, and Acts 20, 21. We as Christians have, this, have the same responsibility to preach repentance to the forgiveness of sin in Jesus' name. Jesus knew that his followers were not ready to preach the gospel to all people and nations. He said, I will send you what my father had promised, but you must first stay in Jerusalem until you have received that power from heaven. Luke 24:49. The promise was to receive power from God through the Holy Spirit. They had to wait until God decided they were ready to receive this power. God made them wait 50 days from the time Jesus was resurrected to Pentecost. They used the time to worship and pray. The promise was fulfilled in Acts 2-4. Luke 24, 50-53. Jesus led his followers as far as Bethany, and he raised his hand and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he was separated from them and carried into heaven. They worship him and return to Jerusalem very happy. They stayed in the temple all the time praising God. Jesus' Ascension. 
Jesus led the apostles and disciples to a village on the Mount of Olives called Bethany. I don't agree with the statement that this Bethany is not the hometown of Jesus' friends, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Matthew Henry's commentary on the whole Bible states that Jesus ascended from Bethany near Jerusalem, adjoining to the Mount of Olives. There he had done eminent work for his father's glory, and there he entered upon his glory. Bethany was where Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, John 11, 1 through 44. This is also where Jesus spent the night before his triumphant entry into Jerusalem, Matthew 21, 17. Jesus was walking between Bethany and Jerusalem during the week before his crucifixion, Mark 11, 11 through 12. Bethany was about two miles east of Jerusalem, John 11, 18. It began at the Mount of Olives where Bethany, Bethpage ended. It was here where Jesus chose to ascend into heaven. This was the hometown of Jesus' friends, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Jesus lifted up his hands and blessed his followers. The blessing was a priestly act in which Jesus placed his followers in the care and favor of God. They would need to learn how to completely depend on God for all things. Most importantly, they needed God's spirit to help them understand the word. So they, so as they prepared to go places and preach, lives would be transformed. We all need to remember God will provide and take care of us. While Jesus was blessing them, he started to ascend into heaven. They watched them until he could no longer be seen. Jesus returned to heaven to be with his father who welcomed him. The apostles and disciples were not sad at his departure because he promised to send the Holy Spirit to, to be their guide and comforter. Moreover, they knew one day they would be reunited with Jesus. They began to worship Jesus because he is the Messiah, Savior, Resurrected One, Deliverer, Healer, and so much more. The followers returned to Jerusalem and went to the temple rejoicing for all they had experienced and what would come. They had expectation that the Holy Spirit would come just as Jesus promised. They stayed in the temple continuously offering praise, prayers, and thanksgiving to God. We too should continually worship God and offer praises to his name for being our Savior and Lord. As we close, I know that sometimes disappointments can cause us to lose hope in the promises of God, but we must remember that God's plan for us is still good. Even in our most difficult times, we must remember that Jesus promised us the Holy Spirit as a guide, teacher, and comforter for all who believes in him, John 14, 16 through 18. We also know that Jesus died for our sins and he rose from the dead to make us right with God, Romans 4.25. So as believers, God wants us to spread the word about him to all nations, Acts 1.8. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for Jesus' death and resurrection so that our sins could be forgiven when we accept him as Lord. Scriptures say that we are all prisoners of sin and we can only receive God's promises of freedom by believing in Jesus Christ. Father, you tell us that wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God 
is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, Father, touch our hearts so that we will continue to learn and grow in your word so we will have eternal life. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.